Good morning on this February 7th, the first Sunday of February 2021. Another God-blessed day. Our lesson today will be called to evangelize. But before we get started with our lesson today, let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come thanking you for this another beautiful day. Father God, we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. Forgive us of our sins, Lord God, sins that we've sinned against the heaven and sins that we've sinned against man. And Lord God, those that we don't even know about, please forgive us. And we'll give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Call to evangelize. Evangelize. Go. Show. Tell. Uh, move out your comfort zone. Uh, tell someone of the good news. Evangelize. Our aim for change today is by the end of the lesson, we will identify the barriers Jesus crossed in speaking with the Sumerian woman. Since the wonders of the Sumerian woman felt in the meeting with Jesus and share with others the transforming power of God at work in their lives. I keep in mind verse, and many of the Sumerians of the city believed of him for the sin of the woman, we which testified. He told me all that I had did. That's the King James Version. The New Translation Version, which I'll be reading today, it says, Many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because the woman had said, He told me everything I did. John 4, chapter 39, verse. Our printed text today will be coming from the book of John, the fourth chapter, 25th to the 42nd verse. We have three sections today. I am John, the fourth chapter, 25th through the 30th verse. Second section, gathering fruit for eternal life, verses 31 through 38. And the third section is because of the woman's testimony, verses 39 through 42. People, places, and things. Jacob's wells. There's a place there is a present-day well near Sychar, which the Samaritans believed was built by Jacob. A narrow opening, four feet long, led from the floor of the boat into the well, which was dug through limestone. The ground mentioned by, mentioned by John had been purchased by Jacob. The area was later wrested by force of the Amorites. The well near the base of the Mount Gasmini which was as holy to the Samaritans as Mount Zion was to the Jews. The woman at the well. The little we know about the Samaritan woman at the well is gleaned from Scripture. She comes to draw water from the well at noon, even though most women came in the morning to socialize. Jesus gives a personal detail that perhaps explains the behavior. She has had five husbands and is currently living with a sixth man, although the woman possibly was widowed more than once. She has likely been divorced at some point. The stigma for divorce, especially for the woman, was high in Jesus' time, and likely the woman draws water at the odd time to avoid judgment and gossip from the other women of the town. Let's give you a little background. In John 4, 
Jesus and his disciples left Judea to return to Galilee. The route led them directly through Samaria. Although Jews and Samaritans both descended from ancient Israel, their religious practice and beliefs were slightly different. There at the well, as the conversation progressed, Jesus and the woman, she realized that Jesus was no ordinary Jewish man. Just before the disciples returned, Jesus revealed himself to the Israel, revealed himself to be Israel's long-awaited Messiah. Our first section, I am, verses 25 through 30, and I'll be reading the New Living Translation. The woman said, I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus told her, I am the Messiah. Just then the disciples came back. They were shocked to find him talking to a woman, but none of them had the nerve to ask, what do he want with her? Or why are you talking to her? The woman left her water jar beside the well and ran back to the village, telling everyone, come and see a man who told me everything I did. Could he possibly be the Messiah? So the people came streaming from the village to see him. Exodus 3.14 reads, God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what I want you to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God the Father. A common phrase Jesus used in the Gospel of John is, I am he. A phrase, a phrase reveals Jesus to be the great I am. Although Jesus' disciples struggled throughout the Gospel of John to understand who Jesus is, the Samaritan woman does not struggle to believe that he is the Messiah. The conversation between Jesus and the Samaritan woman challenged and cleared her understanding of the Messiah. When the woman explained her view, Jesus confused, Jesus confessed to be the Christ and very, the very one she had anticipated. Jesus' revelation of himself as the Messiah marked the first time he openly admitted who he was. Prior to his trial, he did not profess it to the Jews, yet he openly declared it to the woman that he was Christ. They intended that he intended to reveal the truth of God to her. The woman made her way back to Siah to tell what happened at the well. She was so excited, she left her water pot behind that she came to the well to draw water. Now, back in those days, she had to carry her heavy water pots to the well and walk. She didn't go to Walmart, Sam's, buy loads, KJ's to pick up a case of water, but she had to walk and carry the heavy water pot. And when she got to the well, she had to draw the water from the well. It was clear this stranger who, she, stranger who knew all about her past was not an ordinary man. He was an extraordinary man. He de the declared the Messiah. 
who had such a profound impact on her that she did not hesitate to tell the men of the town about him. She likely told the men of the town because they were more more likely teachers and leaders who would most appreciate the theological discussion with Jesus. The woman's plea was so sincere. However, the Samaritans left the city and began heading toward Jesus. The urgency of her invitation caused them to seek this man for themselves. Our section session, gathering fruit for eternal life, verses 31 to 38. Meanwhile, the disciple was urging Jesus, Rabbi, eat something. But Jesus replied, I have a kind of food you know nothing about. Did someone bring him food while we were gone? Did the disciples ask each other? Then Jesus explained, my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. You know the saying, four months between planting and harvest, but I say, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. The harvesters are paid good wages, and the fruit have the, the fruit they harvest is people brought to eternal life. What joy awaits both the planter and the harvester. You know the saying, one plants, another harvest, and it's true. I sent you to harvest where you didn't plant. Others have already done the work. Now you will gather the harvest. While the woman was in the city sharing her testimony, the disciples encouraged Jesus to eat. But they received an unexpected response. Like the woman whom Jesus offered living water, Jesus told the disciples that they did not know about the food he had. Jesus explained that his food was the work God sent him to do. He told the disciples the fields were ripe for harvesting. Jesus told the disciples that they entered into a labor which others had already begun. Likewise, when we share the story of Jesus and his love, we stand on the shoulders of others who have already labored and spread the good news. Jesus realized that the disciples were unaware of what he was talking about, so he broke it down to them. Jesus' focus was to do God's, his Father's work. He explained that when he does his Father's work, his will, he is satisfied like their bodies when they eat. His meat had been leading the woman to the understanding of who he was through his revelation of her life. His intention was his word to reach the Samaritan. He was satisfied because he was doing the work of his father. He went on to explain about the food he had to eat. Jesus made a bold statement to say he was being fed by doing his father's will who told him to do. Jesus was hungry to see the people come to him. Do you have the same hunger to see people come to Jesus? Are you willing to push out past our hunger to minister to others? Are you willing to go to the least likely places where we would rather go home and crawl in the bed with a snack? Here we see an example of Christ's humility. 
his helpfulness, his honesty, and his hunger. And our last section, section three, verses 39 through 42. Many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because the woman had said, he told me everything I did. When they came out to see him, they begged him to stay in their village. So he did for two days, long enough for more and many more to hear the message and believe. Then they said to the woman, now we believe not just because of what you told us, but because we have heard him ourselves. Now we know that he is indeed the Savior of the world. What impact could your single testimony have on people around you? The testimony of the Samaritan woman Jesus met at the well was simple. She believed that Jesus was the Messiah because he had told her everything she had done. The woman believed in Jesus because she felt seen by Jesus. For the Samaritans, her honest and straightforward testimony was sufficient. They believed in Jesus because of what she had told them about him. The group Jesus met that day invited him to stay with them, and he agreed to do so for two days. Upon interacting with them, even more people believed. They told the woman that no longer believed because of her words alone. They now believe in Jesus because they had encountered with him themselves. This testimony of others, the testimony of others will get you so far. However, if you witness specifically situations and see Jesus in the midst of them, it will, it will change your perspective and cause you to have a deeper sense of who he is. You begin to realize his saving powers in ways you've never seen before. You come to know him as the woman did at the well. Realize he already knows more about you than you ever thought anyone would know. He knows your secrets. He knows your lies. He came to the well for you for the same reason. He came to the well to, for her to save her soul. His te her testimony was a good start for them, but they needed to know for themselves, and they did. It was no longer hearsay. They, too, had become eyewitness to who Jesus is, the Savior of the world, God the Son. In closing, for application for this week, go tell of the good news of Jesus Christ. You never know who might be transformed by your testimony. Do not be afraid to share God, what God has done for you. However, we are not only called to share the good news of good news of Jesus Christ individually. Hebrews 10, 25 says, Let us not neglect gathering together, which are some in the habit of doing, that we may encourage one another of the, day, of the certain days of coming. What day? The second coming of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Working as members of church families, we also can share the love of Jesus with our community. The church is the hand and feet of Jesus in the world, and we should pursue every opportunity to love others as freely as Jesus has loved us.
God, the Holy Spirit. You know, I'd like to share a few words with a, of a song. I won't sing the whole song, just part of a song that really touched my spirit as I was studying my lesson and going through my lesson. I know, I know the Lord God of mine. Yes, I know, I know the Lord God Almighty. I know, I know the Lord God Almighty. He laid his hands on me. Say it again. I know, I know the Lord God Almighty. I know, I know the Lord God Almighty. Yes, I know, I know the Lord God Almighty. He laid his hands on me. Well, I was sitting there on what they call the morning's bench. I was feeling, feeling misery for that same God that touched my mother one day. Stop by and lay his hands on me. Church, I know, I know the Lord God Almighty. I know, I know the Lord God Almighty. Yes, I know, I know the Lord God Almighty. He laid his hands on me. If he laid his hands on you, go tell somebody of the good news of Jesus Christ. Evangelize, share, move out your comfort zone. God bless you and have a God-blessed week.